Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 68 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino. Today, we are going to be chatting about long-distance relationships, something that is yet to come up. We often try to play long-distance relationships the same way we play short-distance relationships, but it is clearly a different situation that calls for some, not all, but some different measures. So let's hear what this listener had to ask about her long-distance relationship and try to help her out. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost three years, and we have been doing the long-distance thing since day one. He bought a house a few months ago and wants me to move in with him. I don't want to. I haven't directly told him this yet, but I have made it clear how much I dislike it there. I tell him I can't identify with the area at all, and I've given it the old college try more than enough times. I'm really unsure on what to do next because I love him so much. At first, I toggled with the idea about moving, and I also told him many times I would consider it more if I felt more of a serious commitment, but now that it's been over three years, I've made the personal decision that I cannot give up my happiness. I'd be leaving some place I love for some place I really, really, really dislike. Three reallys. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do something about that. That's our question for today, folks. It's a good one, and I thank the woman who sent it in for sending it in. Now, long-distance relationships are complicated, aren't they? In a way, their complication can be a good thing because the extra stress, if you will, that's put on the relationship can sort of flush out problems faster and make couples confront things in a way that might be easier to patch up if they saw each other on a daily basis, and those problems were regularly blanketed with things like, I don't know, probably makeup. Anywho, uh, one of the questions that comes up a lot in long-distance relationships, certainly exists in short-distance relationships as well, is love versus needs. Love versus needs. What's stronger, your love for someone else or your individual needs? What's more admirable, changing yourself for your love or looking out for yourself? There's middle ground in the answers of both those questions. Ultimately, there's going to be some sacrifice necessary, not a full upheaval of who you are, but also not being unwilling to make any alterations. But we always have to serve ourselves first, so let's start there. Now, it seems you're pretty well in touch with your life and or relationship needs. That is wonderful. What I want you to do is go a step further, however, and divide your needs into negotiable and non-negotiable. Pro tip, the more non-negotiable needs you have, the harder it's going to be for you to compromise when necessary. 
Try to keep your non-negotiables around three and probably no more than five unless there are really extenuating circumstances. An example of an extenuating circumstance, by the way, might be domestic violence, uh, for example, something that is rare enough and serious enough that you might not initially consider it as a need as much as you would someone's religion or education or something along those lines. Your non-negotiables should theoretically be needs that are so crucial for your happiness as an individual that they outweigh the power of your partner. I know that doesn't sound romantic, but you all have to stick with me on this one. So right now, you need to decide if not living where your boyfriend lives is one of your non-negotiable needs in this relationship. Plain and simple, if it's a negotiable need and it's not as important as some other attributes, you might have to flex on it to make this work, especially if you living there is one of his non-negotiables. However, if you find this to be a non-negotiable need of yours, then the relationship is not going to work if you do end up moving in with him or if he's unwilling to compromise. It's not going to work. Either way, we both know that you need to directly tell him this, as you said that you've not done yet. Not only do you need to tell him what you've told me, but you need to tell him whether this need of yours is negotiable or non-negotiable. And you also need to talk to him about his needs. You need to ask him about his needs. Once both of your needs are laid out on the table and you've gotten over what are probably going to be a few surprises on both ends, that is when you can have a healthy, honest dialogue about where the relationship goes from there. And frankly, at three years in, a plan is going to be necessary. Long-distance relationships always operate best when there is some kind of plan for the future, no matter how or when that plan might come to fruition. Uh, when we're unable to see our partners for extended periods of time, the feelings of uncertainty and the feelings of a lack of progress will escalate much faster, leaving both parties in their heads and distracted from one another's company. For obvious reasons, it's easier to get away with this in the beginning, but after three years, we all start to wonder what's going to come of this. I don't know what plan is best for you and your boyfriend, but I highly, highly advise that you try coming to one together. That being said, there is one more thing I want to address, and I apologize. I apologize if I'm reaching here. But toward the end of your question, you mentioned considering this move more if there was a serious commitment in place. And since you feel that isn't there, you've put emphasis on looking out for your own happiness. Again, I don't want to reach, but I can't help but to feel there's some frustration laced in that and perhaps a tension that's pulling you away from this relationship naturally. If so, it sounds like something that would be addressed in the process of making a plan for the future like I just talked about, so that's good. But if there's an underlying issue here in that you feel your boyfriend isn't committed to you, which is getting you into the rhythm of making decisions more for yourself and your own happiness, I recommend you reflect on that as it could be it could be what's really prompting you to ask this question and be hesitant to move in with him more so than the location of the house he just bought. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's a wrap, my dear friends. It was a fun question to answer, and I hope it was helpful, not only to the woman who sent it in, but also to anyone who's maybe feeling a little 
uncertain in their relationships, long distance or short distance. As per usual, we invite you to send your own questions into us by emailing them at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Send them there, and we will do our best to give you a good answer and some good support here on the show. All right? We appreciate you coming in for this one, and we hope you'll stop in next time. I will talk to you then, everybody.